Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 637 for the week of July 9th, 2020. I'm your host, 2022, actually. I'm still Chris Privetier, bringing you the week's news and reviews and, I don't know, um, debates over movie watching with the, with the family. Um, hanging out. Hanging out. Does Xana also get mad at you for, uh, like, being on your phone while watching a movie? No. She's on her phone while watching a movie. I get mad at her for being on her phone while watching a movie. Okay. Like, you're not even watching. She's like, yes, I am. This, this, and this just happened. Like, oh, you're right. <laughs> it usually depends on what movie it is. Uh, but oh. especially when we're at home, like, I'm not going to get mad. Like, like, she can do whatever she wants. Uh, also, hi, I'm Kelly Ryan. I get more mad. Hi, Kelly. I get more mad about her... Um, Missing cool moments that the cats are doing because she's on her phone. Like, did you see what that cat just did? She's like, huh? Oh, I was answering a thing on Discord. Like, we are always answering this Discord. Like, Chris, that's my job. Like, yes, but it's 8.35 at night. Well, this person's being a jerk, and it's my job to stop him. Like, you can't fix the internet. Oh, I have to try, Chris. Oh. But the cat did a cool thing with his tail. I missed it, Chris. Oh. I've seen it before. But not like this. Yes, I have. It's hard for us to miss funny cat moments because um, our our living room is huge, and whenever we're in the living room, all the cats are like, "Okay, the humans are in the living room. It's time to be cute." Begin the performances. And then they, they, yeah, they start being cute. Nami will start rubbing up on the dog and loving him, and then that's adorable. And then Lita decides that she's going to get right in front of the TV and just be beautiful. And it's like, oh, Lita, you are so cute. Um, then Alice likes to get on top of the uh, entertainment center and just wreak havoc. Because that's just what Alice does. As a matter of fact, the other day she decided that she was going to um, she, she was, she was going to pull like our, my one of my 3D castle puzzles out of the thing. And I was like, Alice, no. No, this don't is break my that. castle on the floor. <laughs> oh my I God, broke Alice. it into 14 bit. Um, he's pulled out Legos, uh, like some of our mini Lego sets out of the entertainment center. Mm-hmm. Um, one time when we were on vacation, Bob came in and was like, yeah, one of your puzzles was destroyed i just put it all in a ziploc and set it on the kitchen table and then months later i was still finding pieces of it <laughs> around the living room uh yeah alice is a destructive little cat i do but like I that you have chaos cat yes oh, but she, she looks chaos. like a freaking oreo cookie it's the best she, she, she's chaos incarnate and yeah don't don't let that oreo cookie look fool you she's pure evil but I, love I just her. searched for Chaos Cat Tuxedo and I'm getting, oh yeah, look at this. Look at this little kitty. Look at that face. Oh no, no, I want this one. Yeah, this one. Look at that cat. That looks like it's a like, Chaos Cat. Pe- people say that color doesn't dictate personality. But it doesn't, Kelly. It really doesn't. I swear every tuxedo You're looking I... for <laughs> confirmation bias. 
I swear, every tuxedo I've never known is just a bossy little cat. Yeah, well, look at Scotty. He's an orange one. He's bossy, and he's not an idiot. He's not doing the orange cat stereotypes. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd have to ask Joss, like, how stupid does Scotty appear to be? Why am I, I'm him? looking at Instagram of black cats now. Why? What's wrong with me? There, there's Can I take these home? Too. Can I take these cats home? Kelly, I want more cats. Can I have more cats? Anna, can I have more cats? Chris, if you're always yelling no. at me about... Yeah, but I don't many... have six cats, Kelly. You have six cats. There's a difference. I'm yelling at you because you have six cats. It's not because you're not allowed to have cats. It's because you have a full company. <laughs> a full swarm? A full swarm. That's, that's A full murder of cats. Um... Yeah, swarm is actually appropriate because I tried Chiru on them last night, and oh boy, that was an interesting experience. They they get a little bitey when you've got tasties. What's a cat term? Clouder. Such a weird yeah, word. I, I don't like that term. I prefer swarm. I prefer murder. Because <laughs> look at this kitty. That's a murder cat. That's not my cat. This is. Oh, look at this family. Especially since all of the boy cats in my house like got pretty ravenous when it came to the uh like nom 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 nom. I I must have Churu. I thought <laughs> Jack was going to bite my hand off. If you're in the if you're in the chat room, you don't know what Churu is. Let me show It's you. kitty cocaine. It's it cat gogurt. It's tubes of tapioca pudding with fish flavoring and stuff. To make them go crazy. They love it. Use their effing minds over it, man. It's like, I've, I've made the mis- mistake before of um, opening tuna around them. And, I, I you know, there was one time I thought I was going to be sneaky and put the tuna, uh, or kind of op- quietly opened it and put it in the microwave. And then all of a sudden Jack started getting really interested in the microwave. And then I opened it up and the smell wafted through the house. And I was like, Oh God, no! And I'm in being swarmed. I had to put put Jack and Alice in the bathroom so that I could eat my tuna in peace. Um, it's funny because the bottom of the package it says "pet treat only, not for human consumption." <laughs> if you are tempted to eat a, a tube of, I want to know who's into this. Who's eating the churu tubes? <laughs> who's oh, into it? Is- and what what do you appreciate about it? Because I'm, I'm curious. I'm not going to judge. Supposedly, I just want to know. <laughs> supposedly, it's common for a lot of older folks to eat pet food because they don't can't afford it or can't afford regular food, oh, and gosh. pet food is cheaper. Okay. Yeah. That's awful. That that's what we're doing it, to no, our elderly population. But I see what you're saying. No, it's it's awful, but it's a thing. And uh, I'll be there soon enough, Kelly. Forty-one and counting. I, I just oh boy, have you tried the fancy feast this week? They've got the most delightful flavoring. Chicken Florentine. Nom, 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 nom. I, I think we should get into what we've been playing. I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I'm, mon- I'm Master Rake 4. Oh wait, no, I'm Master Rake 3 going to 4? I'm 16 going on 17? Something like that. And um, I've been enjoying it. 
and then I've been trying to to grind up some materials and stuff. And yeah, I I agree with a sentiment you said earlier. Um, I want to uh, play more with people online than just grinding on my own. But yeah, uh, there's plenty of stuff to do with this expansion. It's got lots of content, lots of new monsters, lots of coming back monsters that have been changed, improved, made harder. Um, lots of new sets, lots of tweaks to your builds. You can customize um, your skill setups, and that's really cool. You can customize your palicos once you finish like all the master rank stuff. You can pretty much all the random nature of trying to find the perfect palicos out the window. You just pick the skills you want on them. And, that is really cool. And you get some new um, ultimate skills that you can put on them, like this lottery box that randomly puts out things like the Kittenator, which is a Dragonator, but run by your cat. A giant pole <laughs> comes out and spears the monster and knocks it over. It's great. And the, they're totally embracing the Where's My Dragonator meme, which is a Monster Hunter meme. So if you don't know it, don't worry about it. But um, I've never th- heard that yeah, one. Yeah, but they've totally got the cat saying, Where's My Kittenator? <laughs> It's going up your tail. <laughs> it's the response that the cat says. But like, I'm like, whoa, that's hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's yeah. a there's a cutscene in Monster Hunter World where he says, "Where's my Dragonator?" And it, it became a meme. <laughs> Great. That's, that's funny. I, I wonder if that's that was taken from Game of Thrones because it, there was a meme going around of uh, Daenerys yelling, "Where's my dragons?" And then um, the there was a Game of Thrones recap show that was done by one of the Queer Eye guys, and at the end of every show, he would say, "Where's my dragons?" <laughs> and actually, actually had um, kind of why, why am I blanking on her name now? Well, Daenerys's actress on, on sure. for like the last episode, saying it with him, and it, it was so. Cute. Her title is Mother of Dragons. Thank you. Yes. I, why am I blanking on her? I don't know name? her actress's name. I've never known her actress's name. Now I've got to look it up because it's bothering me. It doesn't matter. I mean, the hard part is spelling Daenerys. Yeah, it auto-corrected. <laughs> Emma Clark. Okay. Or Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Oh, she's not naturally blonde. Okay. Lies. Wow. That's a different looking person than I expected. Okay. Anyway. Screw the way that show ended. Um, so, what do we got? <laughs> what are we talking so, about? <laughs> I, I felt really bad last night because I was playing Monster Hunter. Um, I, I, or not last night, Thursday night. I was playing Monster Hunter while we was watching Critical Role, trying to get um, trying to get a whole bunch of stuff, or trying to get a uh, better armor set so that I wouldn't get carded so much. Uh, because I, I hadn't played nearly as much as you, and I was only hunter rank like. I found 35. the chainmail X set is a good defensive set to build off of. Uh, I, I built the orang. I, I get. I'm gonna call it the orangutan set. I don't remember Ooh, what it was Bob. actually called. <laughs> Blood orange Bishatin? Yeah, Blood, we call him um, Bob. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> um, I, I built that set and upgraded it up all the way to armor rank four, so to help me kind of carry oh yeah you got to max out that armor rank if you're gonna go for if you really want defense max out that armor rank as much that as was you pretty can. easy it was a pretty easy early set to get so i, I was doing that and i was like well i don't want to do any major rank missions well by myself uh because because i want to be able to do stuff with chris so I, I was trying to do some of the event missions and realized that there weren't as many themed palico costumes as i thought there were um, 
because I guess that there was only the Sonic one and then turning your Palamute into Rush. And I, I could have sworn that there was one where you could turn the Palico into Mega Man. But I guess it was only Rush. Um, I know that was in World. Huh. Maybe that's what we were thinking of. But let's, yeah. let's, let's Google this. Mega Man Monster Hunter Risei-chan. Because I don't, I don't like uh, Sonic costume. Oh, I don't on. like the Sonic costume on my Palico because it covers up its cute little face. Look at okay, yeah, you totally turn your Palico, your Palamute into Rush, which is amazing, and I need to get that. Um, oh, and they were doing this to promote Mega Man Eleven, I guess. Huh. Forgot that was a thing. And yep, it's just for the yeah. So there's totally a Palico um costume in World. But, but they didn't bring it to. I guess not. Surprise. Sorry, because I thought it was cute. I'm sorry. Um. So yeah, not doing any of the event quests anymore. And yeah, I I spent all that time Thursday night expecting us to play, and then forgot completely forgot that we were going to the movies Thursday night, or Friday night. Kelly, and it felt so bad. Kelly. Or, Thor Love and Thunder was really good. Was it? Well, that's yes. good. Um, a lot of Guns N' Roses songs in it. <laughs> that was kind of the theme. So here's the Palico armor set in World. It's very pixelated. Oh, uh, I don't like that one either. <laughs> Which I, I one would, are you I thinking wonder, of then? <laughs> Did you imagine one? <laughs> no, maybe it was four where he was in a costume where you could see his face or the palico the palico's face i know i didn't hallucinate this mega man costume i swear i think a lot of people just put the mega buster on and then Uh. and then because you could just equip the weapon and use your own armor for everything else so maybe that's what you did too yeah that rush set that rush dog is pretty good yep b looks cute nope uh Here's the thing I miss from Monster Hunter 4, Kelly. Um, Which is? Palico mode, where you could play as a Palico. Oh, right. I did that. It was great. It was overpowered. And it was was effectively easy mode. And I miss it dearly because I love doing the helicopter stuff. Or helicopter, boomerang stuff. I I need to play through 4 again. No, no you don't. No. No, you don't need to go back and play all the old up Monster Hunters. You're good. Plenty of new games. Don't feel bad about the old ones. They came. Mm. They were great. We've moved on. The new Monster Hunters, I'm still playing the new ones rather than the old ones for a reason, because they're more approachable. Yes, we need to figure out the right tweak of... Okay, so there's the... Okay, Kelly. Kelly, here's the thing. Over the past couple weeks, uh, this is uh, Josh Strife Hayes has been doing like this thing where he put out an an essay about how old MMOs were better and why. And and here's the theory. Difficult content is done by fewer people because it is less accessible, but those who do persist and go through it remember it more. It is more memorable and makes a more lasting experience in your mind. In order to make a game make more money and appeal to more people, you have to make content more accessible and therefore easier or more doable. And without that frustration and struggle, it is less memorable. So these newer games seem less good 
So here's the question. How do we walk the line in making a game good enough to be mem- or hard enough to be memorable, but also approachable enough to be playable by everybody and make all the monies? And I don't know if there's I mean, a proper intersection or not. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that answer. I know that I, I am not a fan of the whole difficulty for difficulty's sake and yeah, right and difficult- and doing it just for difficulty's sake is no good either it has to be an enjoyable grind to some degree but it's still a grind or of something you have to struggle through to overcome adversity and then it's a memorable experience but like yeah i don't know but, but also the, the issue with the the difficult wow content is that you've got the people f- okay okay well maybe i'll back that up a little bit mm-hmm. P- so, are you saying people are difficult to deal with and that could be the own your own sense of yeah, adversity? Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> p- playing Elden Ring by, by myself and then maybe inviting a couple of randos in to help me with some of the harder fights was some of the most fun stuff I've ever played. It's probably but that was after you been, died 20 times on those fights. Yeah, you're like, ah, I need help! And then someone comes but, help and you're um, like, finally! Triumph! Sweet release from the torment of Melania, Queen Blade of Mikola, who has never known defeat. But that that's part of why you know that's part of why I've been in a gaming funk because I, <laughs> that that experience kind of hasn't really had any comparison for me this year. But well, Elden Ring was know, this year. Yeah, no, I know that. I, oh, okay. I'm just saying that. I think you know, Elden I, Ring I, does a good job of walking that line, to be honest. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But you know, imagine doing a fight like Melania with 40 people where you have to coordinate. Oh gosh. That's why people miss 40-player raids. They were an adversity of their own sort to overcome, and it's memorable when you pull all that off. It's memorable, but then you but get But then crap people like, are jerks to each other sometimes, and that's not good. Get crap like, that's a 50 DKP minus! No, no, and- we do GDKP. You just buy it with gold. <laughs> and, and I wish like, I was okay, joking, we'll, Kelly. <laughs> no, I, I, I wish you were joking, too, but no. Uh, and... I lost my train of thought. Fifty like, DKP yeah, minus the, people being jerks. People. That, that was up. a fun. That was a funny internet moment, but it was also like I remember being in, in some of that hard content, and I absolutely hated it because of people screaming at me for standing in the fire or for walking off a cliff because I'm not very coordinated, and it, it's it's awful. I now, now you're looking up the video. <laughs> I, I love that that video became part of the, uh, like, what well, I think the fifth anniversary special for Anexia. Everything from that, yeah, everything from that meme became an achievement. <laughs> I don't even know where you find the original. Oh, wait, this might. I don't think you can. I think they retooled yeah, her for 80. Wait, where's oh. supposed to be the, no, I want the, the animated one. Okay. You were on the animated one. No, that was a cut-out scene. Oh. Oh, it got pulled off. YouTube approved. They took down the original video because it violated the policy on violent or graphic content. (laughs) Wow. And YouTube has gotten a little testy over the years. But that's okay. What was I trying to get at? Oh yeah, p- people are jerks, and that—that's—that's that's why I like Monster Hunter because yeah, I—I I do terrible sometimes, but I don't have people yelling at me over it. At least not over voice chat. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I I hate hated and wow, you know, getting screamed at for accidentally pull, pulling aggro or whatever. And I just I don't want to deal with that crap anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm to, to quote Danny Glover, I'm getting too old for this shit. Um, hey uh cross server play is out on 14 now cross data center play rather i've heard that it's going swimmingly is all mmo i'm i'm confused because i heard there were cat girls defending the erotica server i didn't hear that i just Uh, you hadn't yeah i just heard that it was a lot of it was broken oh it broken yeah like the Data Final Fantasy service. 14 role-playing server currently under the protection of a cat girl army. <laughs> Belmung players have formed a ha- playful blockade from entering the city of erotic role-playing. <laughs> a wall of armed cat girls stand at the... This is from uh, PC Gamer. Stand at the entrance of Ulda. This border wall of fur appears to be blocking outsiders from entering one of the most notorious servers in 14, but it's also a playful form of greeting. Uh, player tourists are waiting in queues of up to 30 minutes to flood into Belmong via the newly introduced data center travel system. They're there to ogle at a city known for its erotic role playing. It's cat girls and the rest of the players taking shifts besides them. However, would, would it would rather, Oh, it's cat girls and the rest of the players taking shifts besides them. However, would rather remain an insulated enclave and erotic themiscria that mortals can't reach unless you're brave enough to walk through them. Uh, players are now punching the cat girl wall trying to break through says twitter i think a lot of the people at the blockade don't really care much about being gawked at actually a lot of them embrace belmung's reputation and find it kind of funny that people are clamoring to come to our infamous server we like being extra they said i wonder if these guys are moon guard refugees um oh this a re- the, the, correction. The article's original headline, which referred to Belmung as an erotic role-playing server, has been revised for the sake of clarity. Belmung isn't strictly an erotic role-playing server, but a role-playing server known to be popular for erotic role-playing. Oh, who cares? Oh, just like Moon <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> just like Moon <laughs> Um, wait. A nightclub bought for... What? Nobody thinks buying billboards to promote this not safe for work Final Fantasy fourteen nightclub was a good idea. What? So apparently, there's a beach party tonight on Final Fantasy fourteen's Belmung server, presumably to make use of a new. Okay, um, and a company bought billboards to encourage people to come over to Belmung and <laughs> go to the Rain Nightclub Summer Bash tonight. Um, Discord.gg slash Rain Nightclub. And you can oh goodness, and people are angry about it, aren't they? Why are uh, oh, they, they angry? De- because they were gonna flood the server. I don't know. Paying literal thousands just to get themselves banned and probably even sued. Why would they be banned? Um, your goods and services. I don't know what you'd be banned for, though. I, I don't know either. That's, oh. That's- Weird. The billboard depicts a Viera character wearing a modded outfit data mined from the upcoming Moonfair event with the official 14 logo and trademark uh, info before her. Yeah, that hello. would be... Hello, Your Tam. Hi! What the hell is going on in Final Fantasy XIV, Robert? <laughs> so, so, Rain, this free company, Rain, 
rented out four billboards, some some in California, some in Austin, Texas, posted about this on Asmongold's Reddit, as, being like, hey, we're having this event, and of course it blew up. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they could be not just banned, but also sued, is for three different issues with the billboards. One, one of the characters was modded. You can tell that because her boobs were bigger than what the game allows. <laughs> so it's the erotic Two. mods that Yoshi P has specifically asked people to stop using. And well, they've started to ban I mean, streamers for using mods now and showing them off, right? Well, I mean, her being a little more chesty, she was not exposed, so that's good. That's good. But yep. the problem was, <laughs> one of the outfits that was on the billboard, and I don't know if it's the guy or the girl, is Datamine probably for the upcoming fire festival event mm. that's also a no-no against tos number three is if you look at that billboard in the uh, left corner there is the final fantasy 14 logo yes trademarked yeah can't I do can that. See that yep trademark branding so that that is so the general rule of thumb, if you're in the modding community of Final Fantasy XIV, which I do know people who are in it, is it's like Fight Club. You don't talk about the modding community of Final Fantasy XIV. Well, especially now that they've started cracking down on it. Yeah. So then, it, it's, so um, going to the Balmong server, um, they also, uh, the reason why they had this cat girl army which is kind of amusing in and of itself, was basically to have so many accounts logged into the server, no one could access the server. Oh. So it was cre- there were wait there were wait times that made uh, Endwalker's launch looked looked fast to access the server. That's how bad it was. That's why the queues were thirty minutes or more. Um. But specifically only for Balmong. It wasn't like all the servers. In fact, um, that's also part of the reason why they had emergency maintenance like twice this week in regards to the data center transfer was because of all the people trying to access Balmong. <laughs> More than likely. Because um, I've, I've had friends who's actually uh, done it. Uh, there are a ton of memes. I see you have found some of them. I've po- I'm, I I'm trying to be. So I've joined the I went to the Discord server linked on the billboard. And I'm trying to find info about the nightclub event, but I can't find anything. They removed it because they were getting a lot of people who were joining their server and trolling them. Oh, were you? Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, interestingly enough. I want to go person, to this event. Can I go to it? Is it still happening? Or did they cancel I, it? I think it's been canceled because <sighs> even the DJs who were supposed to be at the event. Mm-hmm didn't know about the event what that's not canceled that was never scheduled to begin with then <laughs> it it was scheduled for the fc but it wasn't like Locked this in. was yeah. yeah it was it was a it was a whole 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 crap show um i'll, I'll send you some of the memes i i have i've, I've i need to know if this is still happening because if so i want to go tonight this is my other than playing monster hunter with kelly this is my evening I have to see this. Um, there, there are probably other nightclubs still going on, uh, just not specific. Maybe not specifically that one. Considering they removed uh, the billboards. 
Yeah, they removed the billboards because of the backlash. Why? Um, well, because... Just, just go through with it. If you, You've already committed. You can't unring this bell. <laughs> you've the, already spent the money. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, well... <laughs> Well, apparently they were on like a day-to-day lease. Okay. Um, which is very interesting, especially since one of them was a digital billboard. Well, if if Square Enix actually got involved, then yes, you take them down. But like, yeah. Well, the person who is who runs the FC has has stated, oh no. So this is interesting. The person who runs this FC, which is uh, his name is uh, you know what? I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to actually say his name. Or their name, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Um, came out and stated that no one in the you know there had been no bans and no warnings from Square Enix. The char- the gal whose character is the f- female Vera on the billboard has had come out and officially stated she got banned. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's so- new from that's later than this story. Okay, a bound or just temporary. <laughs> Uh, t- a temp- like couple, uh, like fifteen days, I think. Two okay. Weeks. Not perm band, but I mean, they're they're. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, the sort of yeah. That's what they've been doing for mods, I think, is these two week yeah. bands to start with, unless you're. But I mean, did something yeah, this, super this egregious. This was a whole. This this was I, I think I made a comment on Tuesday saying that, or I made a comment on a couple of discords being like the Final Fantasy fourteen drama is very thick today, and I cannot look away. Oh, it, it, it's been a glorious week for the what drama. A wonderful, wonderful game. It it keeps on giving, Tam. Yeah. Well, it keeps on giving. What's interesting is that morning, a group, a number of uh, people who play the game who sing got together and recorded a um, copy of uh, one of the songs. Like a hundred-person orchestra, uh, you know, hundred-person choir. So, but yeah, I'll share you some of the memes. Like, I have some really good memes on here. So, I, I think I didn't really post any on our Discord, but I can go back and fix this. Oh, one thousand people were singers uh, were singing close. Oh, is this the, the uh, is this the end song for Endwalker? Yeah. Okay, I haven't finished Endwalker yet, so I'm not going to watch that yet. But yeah, cool. So um, I want to wait so, so that, I have the that... full crying reaction when I finally get there because it'll be the first time hearing the song. Yeah, so <laughs> so that is the news of the uh, billboard. So I'm I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh no! By all means, oh, this was fine. wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I love this stuff. Yeah, so th- so that is I haven't heard any additional updates on the situation as of now. Um after the whole um cat girl army thing things kind of quieted that have kind of quieted down as Oh, far is as the cat girl army gone? I don't know if the cat girl army's gone. I'm just saying there's been there no is, really like news updates. There is one server that on our my data center where there's always like an army of of ladies protecting uh, the Limsa market board area, and I don't understand what's up with that. Uh, well, Limsa Lomensa is known as Limsa Homensa. Yeah, so, all right, you know. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But like, they're always there. <laughs> they were This wasn't even about whatever's going on this week. This is always there. <laughs> yeah, that, no, it, it, that's just Limsa. Yeah, <laughs> that's just Limsa. <laughs> Some people have computers dedicated to having characters standing in Limsa Lomensa. 
doing nothing. <laughs> oh, as boy. they should. Yes, they should. Uh, okay. Uh, so, let's. What else? What else have you been? Thank you, Tam. Uh, what else have you been? Out, but... Yeah. <laughs> what else have you been playing, Kelly? I, uh, for, well, for my JRPG July, I started up Skies of Arcadia. Um, unfortunately, I was very busy this week, and only I only just have you ever played Skies of Arcadia? Uh, I started it, put a few hours in, and then just never really stuck with it. I don't know what it is. I think um, it looks old, and it's got a. If I recall correctly, it's got a lot of random encounters. Yeah, it it definitely looks. I was playing the GameCube old. version, by the way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing the GameCube version on my way, and yeah, it definitely looks and feels old. I'm not gonna lie; the game needs <laughs> is in desperate need of a HD remaster. Which slash there might shine. be like patches that fans have done for all I know, but I'm I'm not aware of where they are. If someone could link us in the thread, so I can maybe take another stab at that game, I would appreciate it. Yeah, I tried to see if there was any any uh, patches or whatever, but I didn't see anything. But I also didn't look very hard, so. If there is a patch that kind of upgrades the game, please say something. Um, I, I'm still going to keep with it. Uh, and it, it's funny because Cassandra Ramos, one of our staff members, is also playing it. And now she is much further ahead than I am. Um, I only just got to the part where you rescue your dad from being executed. Uh very still very early in the game and getting and getting the sh- um, ship with the harpoon cannon, which makes for some really fun ship battles. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to play a little bit more of it this weekend. Um, and, and and it doesn't help that I booted up another an HD rate another HD remaster from kind of the same era, Chrono Cross. Um, and yes, yeah, Squ- Square did a fine job of kind of mitigating some of the old game bs in that because the chrono cross remaster has a fast forward button a turn off random encounters button even though the the encounters aren't technically random in that game but it basically makes the mobs just kind of clip through you when they chase you which is so nice um it makes that one area where, where you're trying to break into viper manor where there's all these bugs coming at you it makes that area kind of a joke uh, what other improvements? It has a mode where you can you turn it on during battle and all the attacks miss, or all of the enemies' attacks miss, um, so that you can get through some of the harder battles. Um, that's definitely going to be abused during the Miguel fight later in the game for me. Um, and, and yeah, I just got to the part where I'm invading Viper Manor. And I I picked the Nikki route because Nikki is my favorite character in that game. Nick, Nikki is the rock star character, um, and, and I, I'm loving it so far. I, I want to play more of it. I just I've, I've been very busy this week and have not had much time for gaming. I had to record a ba- backtrack uh, Wednesday night, and that kind of took up a lot of my time. And then Thursday night, um, we were watching Critical Role. Uh, and I, I, I got sucked into watching Stranger Things and was really wanting to pay attention to that, so I didn't get a chance um, to really play anything other of significance other than that. So <laughs> it's it's been a weird week, put it put it that way. Um, 
truth be told, I've been in kind of a gaming funk lately where like nothing, nothing except Monster Hunter has really felt fun. What's wrong with that? Oh, because I wanted to save a lot of it for playing with you. Oh, well, you need to schedule more time together if that's the case. I, I know. <laughs> this, I know. Our current and, scheduling is not working. <laughs> um, I don't think it helps that you know when I, when I get done with work and uh, dinner and everything, it's like I want to be alone in my corner and don't want to do anything with anybody. And I, I don't know if you get like that after work too. Kelly, I'm sorry. I've got a 14 video playing on the channel and incredible things are happening and I don't know how to process them. I'm going to, I'm going to shut this video down and I think we're just going to move on to the question of the week feedback. Okay. Because there was, there was role playing on that server with the, with the DJ stuff going on that we just talked about. And there was Dr. Robot or Dr. Robotnik and Sonic facing off in front of the guild house. Okay. And, uh, Kelly, things were that Eggman role play was top notch. Oh my god, get a sip of water. All right. So, our question while Kelly drinks was what not E3 announcement are you most excited about? From Fireminer, eh, with or without E3, summer announcements have been kind of disappointing for me in the last few years. At least this year, we have got the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Anyone notice they got the original VA of Mega Man.exe for the trailer? No, I did not, because I never played this. I have no idea what to even look for to validate such a thing. <laughs> like, I would not have recommended... Mega Man.exe was a game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... From G- Gamer SQ, really missed the podcast. The Esquire, past few weeks. Esquire, Esquire, uh, oh, Esquire. Yeah. My bad. Um, really missed the podcast the past few weeks. Glad to have you back. Highlight of this week's episode was Kelly's announcement that she's currently playing Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> okay, now I have people encouraging me. That's that's, that's uh, good mo- motivation. Um, a top ten of all time for me with memorable characters, a beautiful world map, airship combat, and a vast underrated soundtrack does it just take a while to to get good is that maybe the thing no it's because i've become too spoiled by modern i mean this was for me too like i bounced off it as well um no i i played through it back in the day and i remember enjoying it but back in the day it's just like one of those games that's kind of long long in the tooth as far as not respecting your time Mm-hmm. And I've become too spoiled by modern games that, you know, let you fast forward, you know, basically giving it the Chrono Cross treatment. Um, fa- fast forwarding through, through meaningless battles and that kind of, and being able to adjust the encounter rate. Um, but I'll keep, th- I'll keep pushing through it now that I have encouragement. Um, from, also from Gamer Esquire, as far as the question of the week, I will go with Harvestella from the recent Nintendo Mini Direct, posted in a th- few threads that it resembles fantasy life with Oninaki-style combat, and I am 110% on board for that. Looking forward to November 4th. Hmm. Um, from Strawberry Eggs, news of Persona 3. That's uh, Cassandra, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um News of Persona 3 through 5 being released on Switch is pretty cool, but I'm also excited for Harvestella. It reminds me of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> I have yet to play I like the different Fantasy. takes of what this game reminds people of. <laughs> yeah. I have yet to play a Farming Simulator game, but I'm intrigued by this game. Yeah, uh, I was getting Crystal Chronicle vibes from it too, Strawberry. Um, it's not just you. 
uh, from Featherhoof. Kelly, as a fellow hunting horn, horn maid, I tip my horn to you. And Chris, if you're playing on Switch, I'd be more than to, more than willing to carry you through that final pre-Sunbreak story quest fight. If okay. You I've, hey. I've carried a couple of my patrons through it and grinded that fight solo for parts and drops many times. Mr. Featherhoof, first of all, thank you for the offer. Uh, our own Phil Willis carried me through it, actually, um, last week. So I've got that checked off now. Um I have no interest in grinding parts from it, though I assume those bosses come back in Master Rank, so maybe then. Um, in general, we should just play at some point. I think that would be really cool. I've never had a chance to play with you, Featherhoof, and we're playing the same game. That would be neat. Yay. But, okay, um, carry on. <laughs> question of the week, the not E3 announcement I'm most excited for was the con- confirmation of Dragon's Dogma 2. Huge fan of the original. I have been dying to play the new have been dying to make new pawns people just like making pawns in this game kelly i did not know that yeah i'm also highly excited (laughs) i'm also highly excited for crisis core reunion but that's more of a validation vindication excitement i even saw the ending to ff7r i've been telling everyone that would listen that they're totally doing a crisis core remake but was only met with rolled eyes chuckles and scoffs suck it non-believers um, he's also See, I thought that- I knew what people were reacting to at the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I still haven't played it, by the way. But now that this news has come out, I realize, oh, that must be what happens at the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I have to admit, I did not expect that. So no wonder people yeah. are freaking out. <laughs> um, also, I'm one of the ones holding out for hope that the new Star Ocean will be good because I desperately want it to be and refuse to let go of hope until the inevitable bad reviews force, force me to let go. I don't know how to respond to that. I want it to be good, too. Because It's going to be bad, Kelly. Come on. It's just... As MJ in the latest Spider-Man movie says, if you expect disappointment, you'll never be disappointed. Uh, you know... <laughs> You know, you would think that I would listen more to that because I'm I'm very oh, cynical, terrible advice. It means you can't enjoy life. <laughs> when it comes to games, I'm the opposite of that. I want to I want to find things to like about. Them. Yes, it's you're like a Sonic fan. Bad- you're a Sonic yeah. fan, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Like, your life is the Sonic hype cycle. Like, come on. I I think it comes from being a kid. <laughs> Scars in chat. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> um, you know. It's, getting into the psychological aspect of it i think it comes from being a kid that would buy crappy games at garage sales and end up with a box of games and that was my entertainment for the whole summer and i needed to make it last and i'm sitting there trying to enjoy uh there's some games deadly towers oh kelly no this is is no yes oh if only i had had a game like deadly towers when i was younger to understand that bad games existed and i wouldn't have had to learn it with hoshigami ruining blue earth (laughs) <laughs> which is admittedly a better game than better t- than deadly towers but like that was like the first game i remember like i hate this this is awful i can't find enjoyment in this i have yeah. to stop playing it <laughs> yeah 
So um, back to our feedback from Krolt, Persona switch ports for me, specifically P4G and P5R. I also played and loved P3P only a few years ago. Not sure what it says about non-E3, but my favorite announcement was <laughs> ports of games that are already exist, especially as I already own P4G on Steam, but I realized I'm never going to get through it on a laptop, which is the way to hey, go. Hey, what about Steam Deck? <laughs> Um, my next favorite is the Plucky Squire and the Devolver Showcase. Looks wonderful. That does look cool. Yeah. I don't blame you for being excited about those, though, because for the longest time, P4G was stuck on a system that nobody bought, as same as P3P. And yeah, they're on Steam, but if you're like me and don't like playing on PC, then you're kind of SOL. So I'll, I'll blame you guys for being excited about the persona ports um they were pretty uh pretty inaccessible for a while um from tracer 3 currently my favorite announcements from not e3 have to be the following final fantasy crisis core getting a remake final fantasy rebirth is coming out in 2023 final fantasy rebirth is part of a trilogy and valkyrie elysium looks so much better than the first trailer yeah, we've got Valkyrie Elysium news. Oh, wow, that first Squire looks pretty amazing. It's so cool looking. And then look at this, Kelly. He jumps yeah, punch off out. the page. I'm a little bit delayed, but yeah, I saw... Pu- oh, my God. Yeah. That could be interesting. I know. And like, it's got lots of different genre references, obviously. So I don't yeah, know if I it's an RPG or not, but it looks so cool. Oh, and it reminds me of that other game that is coming out soon or did just come out the right... The yeah. game with right in the title, so it's well, got a similar to, vibe. Yeah, being able to be on like the mugs and the thermoses—that mm-hmm. oh, is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then finally, from Anime Man, I too, the two I'm most excited for are Star Ocean Six and Valkyrie Elysium. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of good feedback. Um, our next question of the week, I I am stealing this one from the video game podcast I listen to called Video oh, good, Game Apocalypse. I didn't come up with one, so. They they ask this every year at around July, and I'm stealing it because it's a good question. What's your favorite game of the year so far as we're halfway through 2022? It's Ooh. kind of been a good year for games. Well, this is easy for me. Elden Ring. There's no question. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm For me, I'm kind of torn between Elden Ring, Arceus, and Triangle Strategy. Did you finish Elden Ring, by the way? Yes. Good job, Kelly. I like I that you, just, got, you got it through it faster than me. Like, I think you're better at that game than I am. And I was sitting there uh, worried you wouldn't even like it. It's like, shows what I know. Screw me, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I, I may have said this before on the podcast, but it felt like a, a grown-up Breath of the Wild or just kind of a, yeah. a natural evolution. That's what Breath was appealing about it, yeah. Um, and, Or and, Dark and Souls, I, but the ability to kind of grind, you know? Oh, Vaughn is like, she didn't really finish it, though, did she? Are you talking about having to use a summon for the final boss? Because you used a summon, talk? yeah. He's gamer yeah. gatekeeping. Chris, that or Vaughn, that is why you are maidenless. <laughs> maidenless Vaughn. I'm, I'm still maidenless. <laughs> I, I'm just teasing. I love you, but uh, still maidenless. Love and, love and thunder was very romantic, and it made me love my husband even more. Aww. No wonder the reviews are middling. <laughs> if it's all <laughs> mushy. <laughs> that, that's because I took your maidenhood. Oh, Vaughn. <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> uh, making it awkward. So, yeah, what's your favorite game of the year so far? Um, 
write us in at rpgamer.com leave your question in the comments and we will read it on the next show we usually we get have been getting a lot of comments lately thank so, you everybody um, for commenting we appreciate that yeah, it we, helps obviously we, yeah it does we we appreciate it um i i don't want to wish on a monkey's paw to get to the point to where we have to pick and choose comments no we want that that would be good oh we want that yeah okay. that's always so, yeah, good fun. you want you always fun. want engagement more engagement flood good. us with comments flood with comments flood with engagement we want everybody involved hey hey while you're at it also flood backtrack with comments yes we don't go, go to backtrack those. what's on back what's up for what's the what's the next thing for backtrack well, people can look forward this, to this week was uh, a two-hour 30-minute show about monster dragon quest monsters and matt taught me a lot about that series and why it's good and why everybody should play it and also um why it's not as popular as in the u.s um it, it mainly because people kind of dismiss it as a bad pokemon clone but no it's a really good pokemon clone um and and yeah we, we did a pretty pretty good show about it cool um same place uh rpg back or rp rpgamer.com up on the podcast heading uh you just go find rpg backtrack we got several shows um backtrack like even when i was a fan is a good put on in the background while you're doing something else show um our our episode before that was uh yeah i I think most episodes were good for driving across country yeah 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 (laughs) because of how long they were um I, we try to keep the episodes around two hours now. Yeah, yeah, they they're shorter kinda, now. Yeah, yeah, they're not like the six-hour marathons, but um, <laughs> some of them have been kind of creeping up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> have we, we the most talkative and, people on the site on that show, so it's fine. Yeah, and our next show is going to be Witch in the Hundred Night, and that's oh, going to be an interesting one. Justify but, yourself. On that I, show. I will be justifying myself. I, Kelly likes Witch in the Hundred Night. Yeah, I, I, I will go into my opinions about that game. She but, won't. She won't defend it here. She's making you listen to the show. Yeah, no, I'm going to make you guys listen. Um, <laughs> it's very smart. If you want to hear my real opinions on Witch in the Hundred Night, listen to the only the Backtrack. only fan of the game gives her take. <laughs> yep. On why the game with some of the worst. I, content I, about treating females poorly and other things in it is is a good game oh i'm not gonna defend that part yeah. because that part's terrible yeah but the rest of it you'll have to listen to and i and i'm mad <sighs> that the sequel is uh the physical copy is really hard to find and the, the, the digital one has not had a price drop but that's another story for another day. Hey, we should, we should get into news, shouldn't we? Valkyrie profile news. What? Um, Valkyrie Elysium is coming out in September, specifically on September 29th. Uh, it's also going to be out for PC via Steam on November 11th. Um, the console version is going to be available in physical and digital standard editions with the PC being available in a digital standard edition. However, the real news is that uh, Valkyrie Profile Lineth, uh, the uh, port of the PlayStation portable version, is coming to PS4 and PS5. Are they fixing it? What was wrong with I think it? there are issues with the PSP version of the game. Um, oh, I- People explained it to me. I don't know them all. 
I just remember I lamenting things either. and people told me, oh, yeah, that part's broken in the PSP one. <laughs> um, Lineth is going to be available to purchase separately or you can get the digital deluxe edition that includes it. Okay. Um, along with. A How is that playable? Game. Where is it playable? Just on the PS5 on both of them? Yeah. Oh, Tam found nothing broken. I must be imagining it. I'm sure really hardcore fans of the game probably know what's broken. And, um, like, I remember reading that there were some differences. Maybe it's just differences that I would have liked the way it worked originally more or something like that. Yeah. um, I I have so many... uh, I don't want to talk about that game right now. But, like, I want to talk about the game and how I have issues finishing that game. And how hard that last dungeon is with with, with, uh, Lestrade. Ugh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter doesn't matter right now you don't need to jump into him we're fine we're fine here it's fine um i I am excited (laughs) i want to like that game more than i do kelly and i'm angry at the story more than anything else um (laughs) and how poorly it explains things (laughs) it it is sam walker's favorite game of all time and Mm -hmm. when i saw this news i added her on twitter and i was like oh odin bless us everyone um so she's happy that she's going to get to play through it again. And we're going to try to schedule a back check next year. for. <sighs> I just realized what I want, Kelly. And I wouldn't have yeah. known this back when I was playing this, or I wouldn't have admitted it then rather. I want a lore dump YouTube video that takes me through the Valkyrie profile series up to date and explains everything. What has happened, what's been undone via time manipulation or whatever, and where this series currently stands and just have a full explainer of the lore. I think that's um, what I want. I, I believe Oni Black Mage has a recapitation. Recap recapitation. That sounds like you're taking yes. the head off. Have you ever watched Oni Black Mage's? Cha- yes, he does. I'm going to look it up right now. Oni I, Black I, Mage. Um, oh my god! He has gosh. it for both of them. I am going. <laughs> they have to, so many. <laughs> well, there's three I of them, right? Do this via Discord. Um. Did this channel, Oni Black Mage, just a shout out, is a godsend for us for Backtrack? Um, because some of these games we haven't played in a while. And well, aren't there, either, isn't there like a third game? Like the portable one? Did they not Covenant cover that? Covenant of the Plume. Yeah. Do not touch, don't touch that what? one with a oh. five foot pole. It's terrible. But, it, but doesn't it retcon things or doesn't it need to be I taken into effect for this fourth game? I can't remember. Game? That game made me want to chuck my ds out of a window okay it made me so mad okay <laughs> good to know it's just bad <laughs> it's just bad um, but i'm not i'm remember i'm not here for the gameplay at this point i'm here for the lore and if that's just bad no, too but it yeah, undoes things that's good in the other games i still need to know because those will be taken to effect in the this fourth game i would presume what? What made me so mad about Covenant of the Plume is it's that just it bad. He says again, <laughs> it, it had an interesting premise and had a thing about you know sacrificing people, mm-hmm. but then the mechanics were so BS mm-hmm. that it, it was unplayable. I ended up having to do a, a Game Shark code just, just to even finish the game at that point because I couldn't get through it. Um, also yeah. aren't there only three valkyries how do we have a fourth game i i don't know is that explained that's probably explained somewhere probably explained yeah. um wow old odin looks fancy and that's a fancy odin I've, what sucks is that i feel like this is coming around 
coming out around the same time as uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And now I'm not sure which one I want to play through first. Okay. If I should wait for this one. I don't know. Which one? We'll see. Wait, wait. The, what is Xenoblade? Oh, it's coming around at the same time? Yeah. I, I bet it? this will be shorter, so you should do it first. Hang on one second. Xenoblade. When is that coming out? Okay, July 29th. So I have August to play through that, and then I will can play through this in October. Okay, that works better. Yeah. Man, so much stuff is coming out. I'm going to have to, like, make a calendar and a schedule. And at some point, I need to play through uh, Like a Dragon. You should publish it. Then people can steal your, your work and make their own calendars and schedules. Yes. Um, point is Valkyrie Profile coming out in September with a port of Linus which has me excited. Um, if you're excited to play through Forspoken, well, you're going to have to wait until 2023. I don't remember um, what that is. That was the isekai with the chick oh, in New York. Okay, the Square Enix Tomb raider chick with the bangles, like it's a Marvel superhero, but okay. Yeah. I'm a, from a yeah. normal world, and now I'm in a fantasy world, and I have bangles. <laughs> um... It's going to now arrive on January 24th, 2023. The company stated that the decision was made as a result of the discussion with strategic partners what? and that the content for the game is complete and is in its final polishing phase. What? I argue that what? it's being delayed because it's going gonna, it's gonna to get its shit pushed in by other more prominent releases. When was it going to come out? I thought it was supposed to come out at the end of the year. What is it worried about getting its teeth kicked in by xenoblade um z- z- i mean technically competing with itself because uh you had valkyrie elysium and star ocean coming out uh, okay i don't know that that's my theory i could be mistaken whatever uh, what whatever you, you know um a delayed game is good eventually it was gonna be october that... says yuna in the chat yeah so um we would add Valkyrie in August, Xenoblade, no, in September, and mm-hmm. then this in October. That seems doable, but okay, whatever. It, it's It seems doable, um, but I'm, I'm glad that they're taking the time to polish and hopefully not crunch to polish. So I don't mind when games get delayed anymore because of the whole crunch thing. Um, yeah. I don't Xenoblade have a is transition. July, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's even more space it, between Xenoblade and this thing. But okay, what's going on with Fancy Star Online Two? Well, it's coming to PS4 um, for the West. Right, I forgot it wasn't on there. So the Western PS4 versions will be released on August 31st, 2022, and it will include crossplay with the current PC and Xbox One versions, as well as all the content updates. So uh, another platform for you to play F- F- fantasy star online 2 with i i don't know if that would get me to want to dive in again or not probably not cool you don't seem that excited about it um sorry i just got distracted by a dm from somebody i don't know <laughs> <laughs> or a notification from someplace i wasn't expecting yeah anyway um we've got the march and garden for legend of heroes kuro no Kiseki 2 so th- this is a VR space within the game that um, lets you form a party of any members you've 
collected so far and go do missions. I I, th I think it's a way to uh, grind and get different items and stuff. Um, something that we won't really know about until Kuro Kaseki. Yeah, so just some out, details, like, like whatever. Like you know, you're already into this game or not? So, <laughs> like we we probably won't get Kuro Kaseki till like 2025. Mm -hmm. So that's that. Yeah. Um, but sounds interesting. Kelly, they added bards to Baldur's Gate three, and I there's saw, a giant honey looks... badger. What? <laughs> What's going on with this badger? So the early access update for Baldur's Gate three includes the bards, which have two subclasses: the College of Valor and the College of where's the College of Lore, just like in D and D. Um, one of them is combat focused, and one of them is buff and debuff focused. And you've also got the gnome race. So here's a gnome bard playing music for a badger. I so don't understand what's happening, but it's amazing. <laughs> there's your short race quiz. There's your short race. I mean, hey, you're um, right. Yep. Um, I can't. St I personally can't stand gnomes. I want to kick them in the face, but that's just me. They have no soul. <laughs> oh wait, that's in WoW, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, game also adds a new swarm AI, which lets certain enemies be grouped together in combat to make it run faster and smoother. So that's kind of cool. Um, there's all sorts of patch notes. Uh, this game is still in early access as it expected to be released in 2023. I will play it when it's actually out. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, no, this should um, be, I mean, it's from Larian. It's probably going to be pretty good. Um, I know there's some rough issues with the beta, but they've got, it's been so long and it will be so long that but, all that stuff can change, beta. you know? Yeah. It's an early access thing. Like there's no, you know, you know, give it time. If it sucks on release, then yeah, let's say screw you then. Uh, yeah. Don't pre-order though, because there's enough evidence to say you should wait. <laughs> Is there anything, you know, people say don't pre-order. It's technically a early access, a long form pre-order. I think so. Yeah. You have no idea that they will ever finish. You don't know if it'll ever become good. Yeah. I mean, if the game as it is today is something fun and you want to play it now and you think you will enjoy it, and then that's a value prop decision you can make and enjoy it right now or not. Uh, a little bit more risk because people won't know as much now, but... And if you've bought it now and you're having fun, you're done. You've, you've already won. It doesn't matter if it ever gets better because you're already having fun, right? So... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Another game that's coming up that looks kind of fun, made made an abyss binary star. We've got some details about that, um, including kind of how the game works, as well as uh, a systems trailer. Um, this is a, based off of a manga and anime series this called Made like an in Atelier Abyss. Game. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I'm getting from it too. Oh, with um, blood and stuff. Okay, creepy. Um, it's going to release worldwide on September 2nd and will be available for the PC, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Um, it, it looks interesting. I don't know when I'm going to get time to play it. But I don't know. It looks Maybe Anna will play it. It looks like an Anna game. Uh, there's some horror elements here or something. I don't know. Like this thing with its eyes. What is going on here? I don't know either. I think we need some more info before we know if it's safe for Anna. But I'm sure huh. she will look into it. Um, we've got the pixel art RPG Dreamed Away announce. Um, this is set in 1990s France. Uh, 
in a small village in Brittany and follows a young boy who becomes part of a dark world looking for his sister Louise. Very cute pixel art RPG. Um, Sorry, I'm still on Louise. Made in Abyss, which is apparently a good anime, says our chat. Uh, All right, so pixel art RPG dreamed yes. away. Um, is Except this a release in quarter four? What are we going for here? Earthbound Undertale vibes? Yeah. Is this his own thing? Is this a horror game? Is this a horror game wrapped in the... No, pixel art RPG. I mean, technically every game's a horror game, depending on what you're afraid of. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, there's some creepy stuff going on here in this pixel art game. Um, We've got the Switch release for Sword Art Online Alice... I can't pronounce that. Alicization Licorice DLC 2. <laughs> Alicization Licorice. So Alice destroying my licorice. Sure. Why Alice not? ate my licorice. <laughs> and now she's vomiting everywhere. Darn cat. <laughs> um, the, the Sword Art Online. I have no idea what's been... happening in this, this trailer. This is the, nothing. This series has always been so off my radar. It's not even funny. It's gone on for so long. Like, it's. I have no idea how to even start or catch up. It's in the, yeah. like, oh, this was interesting at first, just like that hack. And now there's so much of it that I could never break into it. Mm-hmm. And now dot hack is old, and I'm saying, no, just look at new isekais. Don't worry about that. And it's like, okay, I don't know anymore. I I don't know either. If you're interested, um, it's going to be released on Nintendo Switch uh, (laughs) with no release date, just whenever. But it's going to have all the content updates and DLC, uh, or free and paid DLC. So you can look forward to that. Um. Another thing we can look forward to is Sea of Stars. It was already delayed to 2023, but it's getting a PlayStation release. And is going to come out at the same time as the uh, PC and Nintendo Switch versions of the game. Um, this is a prequel to The Messenger and follows two children of the solstice. Uh, looks very, very Chrono Trigger, and I cannot wait to try this game. Woo. And uh, I'll, I'd probably get the Switch version, but that's just me. But uh, there's always more options. Um, we've also got a, a Switch version announced for the I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. I think we... Did we talk about this game last week? It's. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm just appreciating this freaking Lavos fight in the Chrono Trigger game you were just talking about. Like, oh, They straight up fight Lavos. It's right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's funny I compare it to Chrono Trigger because Mitsuda... From from Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger is doing the music. It's a guest composer. That doesn't mean he's doing guest, all the music, but oh, okay, guest composer. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I was a teenage exocolonist. Okay, this sorry. This is a sci-fi <laughs> life sim. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting a Switch version along with oh, the this PC. Looks slow and plotting. Um, all right. Along with it's the got PC cards. Back. Okay. This is a weird one. Is this a Princess Maker game? It could be. Hmm. I'm okay. not sure. It's sci-fi and cards and life sim uh, plan to come out on August 25th. So cool. you can check that out. Um, <laughs> is anybody excited about Biomutant getting, or sorry, Biomutant getting a PS5 and Xbox Series X version? I mean, does it is it also getting made better so that people will like it more? Uh doesn't say on that says that it's going to get better resolution and 
I don't remember all the problems. I just remember people really crapping on this game at release. And it wasn't because the characters were like little furry animals, which is usually what people crap on with a game like this. But no, people were like having major issues with the gameplay. (laughs) Yeah, uh, nothing about gameplay uh, updates, just graphical updates and the the, these versions will launch on september 6th um but will retail for 40 bucks so if you want to oh and if you already have the previous versions for the xbox one and playstation 4 you can upgrade for free and carry over your save which is nice i'm sure somebody liked the game i know sam didn't um, Celeste Crown of the Magister is, is arriving yep. on Xbox. So it's um, already been out on PC for a bit, so now it's hitting Xbox. Did you? Oh, you played the PC version? Of the base game, I did not play this DLC yet. Okay. Um, uh, well, I, I should very much like to, and I don't know why I haven't, other than just, you know, lots of stuff out. Is this a sci-fi D&D clone? No, this is um this is based off D and D open rule set five or whatever. So it's okay. it's 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 current D and D, and it's okay, ta- gotcha. it's a TRPG. Um, gotcha. It's kind of gotcha. like you know it's a B level game, but it was fun enough, and I enjoyed my time with Celeste a lot. And if you're into D and D, so I played this while um listening to a lot of Critical Role. It was a good companion okay. game for that, because I was playing D and D, listening to D and D, so my mindset was in the right place. You know, it wouldn't surprise. Oh. Yeah, and it's part of um, Game Pass. So if you have, Game I don't Pass, know if the DLC is though. It says the DLC is separate. Yeah, so but, you could buy the DLC without owning the game, and then when the game comes off Game Pass, then what? I don't know. <laughs> it might be standalone. I'm not sure, but yeah. Um, we've got a gameplay trailer for Monochrome Mobius: Rights and Wrongs. Uh, this is a prequel to the Underwater Ray Romano series. Um, Five-minute trailer uh, is in Japanese with English subtitles and shows the game's exploration and turn-based combat with new elements for the series. See, I wonder if this one is, or if this game is as talky as the uh, strategy games. I have no idea. They're just mostly showing off combat in this trailer, so. Oh, here's a cutscene. It's kind of cool. Don't know how long the cutscenes are, so could be, could not be. We'll have to see. And we've got a Kickstarter check-in for the White Raven and the Rayless Blade. Okay. What is this about? Um, it is an open-world tactical RPG that takes place in a dark, mystical world with players controlling the young shaman Jen the Roran, or in their Roran steps. Oh, the I'm liking this. We've got we've got conversation mechanics with persuasion and bribing, and you kind of get a sense of what skills you're using in conversation. Oh, and it's a tactical game. Okay. <laughs> I need a game that's just the conversation. <laughs> oh, the tactics look very uh, not Shining Force. Oh, a little bit of a um, little bit of Final Fantasy tactics, but not isometric. That looks kind of yeah. This looks kind of neat. I. My one complaint is that I don't, I don't know if this is just a me thing. I don't like it when pixel art games have um, painted character portraits because it looks jarring. Ah, they're just okay. two different art. Styles yeah, they're different art styles. Yeah, I, I I hear you. Yep. Okay, so I'm not just being crazy. No, you're not. Too. It depends on how jarring they are, though. Sometimes it's nice and it works, like to get a good close up that's clear. Um, sometimes it's like this is who what these are not even the same character designs. 
yeah and this it's kind of like the initial time the first time you see the the amano portraits of final fantasy 6 or something yeah i don't like <laughs> i don't like that either now i've gotten over it over the years for six but yeah the first time i saw those like those are not the care those are not my friends <laughs> who are these people why are there why is their skin so pale yeah, and Vaughn points it out too. The sprites don't look anything yeah. like their face portraits. I know, I know, and that's why I like the mods I was using because they were they did a lot of work to unify those two with the color sets and stuff, right? So, and putting Locke's bandana on correctly. <laughs> um, and and that's all of the news. Now we've got some uh, quick fire new release news. Okay. Um, RP. pre-orders are now open for RP Golf Legends. Is that out just digitally yet, or is it? What's going on with that? It was released initially for the Switch, PS1, PS, or pretty much all the systems. I run up so it's this. out. Uh, this is through limited run. Uh, I need to get this. What am I waiting for here? But is it good? You, is it not good? I've heard. I mean, I don't know how much you like golf RPGs. It is a Kim I Go really alert. liked the. Oh, this is the Kim Go Alert. Kim Go Alert. You've be, you've shown interest in a game that is made by Kemco. Be warned. But Look up golf. reviews. Uh, it's it's only published by Kemco, so it might be okay. And the and the pre-orders are available through the company's website. Yeah, for limited through limited runs website. That that was confusing, but yeah, there's that. Um, we've got the Dreamscaper physical release pre-orders opening Friday. Another limited run uh, joint. Um, Dreamscaper originally launched for the Switch on 2021, and I do not remember this RPG. Me neither. You can, buy, yep. you can buy a physical version. Oh, and um, we have a review of the, the PC version, so okay. you can read that if you're curious. Um, we've got Ruins Magus releasing this week uh, on PC and Steam for $34.99. Was this oh, a VR this, game, or what's going yeah, on with this? This, um, this looks kind of interesting. Is it a VR game? Yeah, it's VR. It is a VR game. Okay. Steam and MetaQuest. All right. Like the way the HUD was work moving with the camera. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> um, Pascal's wager is hitting the switch next week. Um for twenty bucks and I'm sorry, you said Pascal's wager. I'm like, what is Pascal Takaya doing? Like, no, different. I, I thought yeah. the same thing when I was uh looking that up. Ow. Sorry, my stomach started cramping all of a sudden. Oh, all right, so we've got uh, we've got Pascal's Wager Definitive Edition slashing on Switch. That'll be out on July fourteenth, um, and you can pre-purchase it now for twenty bucks. And it's a definitive edition, so it comes with the base game and all its DLC. It's a dark fantasy action RPG. You're in a dystopian world that's been encased with a dark fog and blah blah blah, blah you know whatever. Coromon is coming to the Switch this month. It's going to be out on July twenty first. Um, and it's been delayed to fix some online and cross-platform issues, but now we've got a date. It'll be 20 bucks. It's Monster Taming RPG, so if you're into those Pokemon clones, you should be looking into this. Are you going to get this, Kelly? I might, um, or I'll probably wishlist it and pick it up on a sale, 20 but 20 bucks I, ain't bad. Put it on a Steam I, Deck. <laughs> or I guess it's on, on Switch, isn't it? All right. Yeah. I don't have a Steam Deck yet. Right, right, right. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks, Vaughn. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, 
No, I, I'm only bitter about that because Stray is apparently Steam Deck verified. Oh. Like, oh. But aren't you going to play it on PS5? Yeah, probably. Um, you want I'm, big screen kitties. I might end up double dipping because yeah. I am 8 bit supposed to come out with the uh, physical release. Oh, cool. But we'll see. I do want to play that ASAP. And then um, our final story Book Quest is releasing in August. And this is like <laughs> six bucks. It looks like an action RPG that's all pixely. You can upgrade your gear and, and I think levels too, at least gear. And you got puzzle gameplay and platforming and yeah, whatever. But six bucks. That ain't bad. Check it out. Yeah, it looks kind of interesting. Woo! Coming uh, out this that... week. Let me tell you what's coming yeah. out this week, Kelly. We've got Pascal's Wager. We talked about Rune Factory 5 for the PC. ZEL for PC and Switch. I have no idea what that is. And same with this next title, Hellpoint for PS5 and Xbox. Okay. What is that Hellpoint? Why does that name sound familiar? I, I don't know what it is. I don't, I've never heard of it. Um... Time on Frog Island is also coming out this week. I don't know. If that's not an RPG, though, right? It, it looks oh, cool. I think it's I got one of the many point. frog games that's coming out this year. This is the year of the frog, by the way, in case you didn't know. I thought it was the year of the tiger. No, I meant like for video games. It's the year of the frog. The eye of the tiger, year of the frog. The thrill of uh, one fly that you catch with your tongue. Um, Let's but, see. But... Um, I rec- highly recommend Rune Factory 5. Who knows, maybe it'll run a little bit better on PC or somebody will bot it to run better on PC, but I love that game this oh, year. Hold, up, hold the phone, everybody. Power Wash Simulator is coming out to PC, Xbox this week. <laughs> Very important game to release. Is that all you do in that game is yeah, Power Wash? Yeah, but can you think of anything more or less satisfying than Power Washing? That's I pretty good. Know. That's pretty good. It's probably got some other stuff, right? I would hope so. All right, so I think that's all and we've then, got for games coming out. Yeah, now let's take a look at the editorials. You know, I really hate that Google moved their open links function in Sheets. I know, but it's in there at least. I know. Could be worse. <laughs> um, so we've got Backlog in the Year, Sam Sojourn, April to June 2022. Um she had a Vegas trip recently, uh, which was awesome. Um, I mean, she played Arcade Spirits, Dark Deity, Euden Chronicle, and Nobody Saves the World. Oh, that, that was just her reviews. Um, she played the 13 oh. Sentinels Aegis Rim. That's a really good game. Uh, Triangle Strategy, also a really good game. Uh, Kirby, the new Kirby game that I'm blanking on. Kirby's oh, uh, cow e- or Car Eater. Kirby Car Eater, yeah. and then completed Shredder's Revenge. Nice. Right, well, you go read her thing for the rest of the details. Yeah. And then what's this what Summoner's she... Fate thing that we've got in early access? Um, I don't know. It is a Steam early access game. Uh, Luis Mauricio has uh, put up an early access uh, impression of it, so you can go check it out. It looks tactical, and I don't know the rest of it. I guess you will all need to go read it to find out more. Um. So, yeah, I feel like we talked about that game at some point. In the I recent. don't remember it. Yeah. Yes, but all right, that's going to be our show for the day, Kelly. It was a good show for just the two of us. Yeah. Um, just a reminder: tell us what your favorite game of the year is so far. Um, 
go do that in the show thread at rpgamer.com. Find the podcast section. Go to the RPG cast. Leave a comment in the show. Um, Kelly, what are you going to play this week? I'm going to play more Skies of Arcadia since I was encouraged to do so. Cool. And possibly more Monhan. Um, yeah. I know we're going to play some Monhan tonight. We've um, Hopefully I won't pass out again and like completely sleep through dinner like I did last week. Oh, don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, that was fine. Um, I'm on new medications that might cause me to pass out for all I know. So we'll find out. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, we've, I'll we've talk more about run, that later with you. <laughs> we've got to run to the hardware store after the cast. And going to the going hardware store. Rosa Garden Hole. And then there's no more thing. <laughs> we're for my bolts and screws since then. I've been walking out here. I can barely hold my breath and brush my hair. So excited that I really can. You're Sorry. gonna send my husband into a fury because I think he knows the lyrics to that song. I can't wait. No, I can't wait. I'm g- when they gotta open up that door. All right, sorry. <laughs> I can't do the hardware list. All right, I'm gonna call it. And thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>